Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. Folks, we're digging back into the archives for this one today because it's a goodie. Why? Well, the title alone says it. You'll be okay. You may not think or feel that right now as you consider are in the midst of or coming out of divorce, but I'm here to tell you, you'll be okay. And that's what we talk about in this episode. Friends, we are on the cusp of our 100th episode, so I thought it was the perfect time to replay the show as we launch into the newly produced shows starting next week when we'll talk more frequently about how you will be okay and how you can grow through the process of divorce. Stay tuned. You'll want to hear this encouraging message and make sure to join us next week for our 100th episode. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're not overcoming. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and thank you again for listening in today. If this is your first time that you are joining us, a very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you so much for listening. I truly am so happy that you are here This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. Now, we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you if you are faced with a divorce. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you help. I am so, so excited. You know, I truly almost cannot even believe that I'm here on air with you and with our guests at this amazing radio station. God is just so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. The goal for the show is exactly what I shared moments ago to bring you information, resources, insight, and hope all around divorce. And I pray it is doing for you what we intend. And that intention continues on today's show with the last episode of the year. Here's the thing. I have a strong sense that many of you listening may be wondering, how am I going to handle the weekend, this weekend between Christmas 
and New Year's and New Year's Day. Maybe your kids are with your ex-spouse. Maybe you are in a new living space that doesn't feel like home. Maybe your divorce was just finalized. There are a lot of maybes that could be happening right now. And you might feel sad and down and alone. My conversation with today's guest will help. Richard Mindelow is back with us today, and he is going to share what he's done during the past year to hold on to hope, including actions he's taken to help him to know it's going to be okay. Like you or someone you know, and like me, Richard has been through divorce, and he's so kind to join us again and talk about his experience. And we both are here to share whatever we can do, whatever we can give you to give you hope. And help you know it's going to be okay. Richard, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. Yes, I'm so, so glad you are here. We've been talking about this episode for quite some time. You were on the show uh, earlier in the year. And we were talking about the collaborative law process and your experience with that. But today, we're really going to be talking about your personal experience. But before we do that, we got to get something out of the way. A little disclaimer. Uh, Yes, because I am still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves. Uh, I'm a colonel, and uh, I have to clarify that these opinions and views are my own. They do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. What is interesting about that uh, perspective, though, is that my experiences in combat, three combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan, and going through this divorce share many of the same elements. Yeah, and we've talked about that quite a bit and just recently had a I had someone on the show and she likened divorce litigation of divorce like to a bloodbath taking off the glove the boxing gloves and a bloodbath and it's interesting when we were talking before the show is there's so much around divorce that I hear people liken it to war, to fighting, to bloodbaths. So you have extensive experience in that area. And by the way, thank you for your service. Uh, Let's talk about that, where people may feel like they are right now, but ultimately with the goal to give them some hope as to really, and what we're going to hear is a song today called It's Going to Be Okay. So what about that war? What about that bloodbath? Um, What's very important is to have a vision, a desire to end state. The point of warfare is to affect a change in a system, to change some status quo. And each of us who embarked on divorce did so to make a change in a system which had become toxic or damaging to one or both parties or to the children. So we embark on this course of action to make a change, and yet the course of action is so all-encompassing, brutal at times, emotionally, financially, uh, as parents. And that's Um, just the tip of the iceberg. That's the tip of the iceberg. And so it's very easy to lose sight of the desired end state, Mm -hmm. which is to change this system into something better. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't go through it if we didn't hope to achieve something better. So begin with the end in mind. 
what is the vision? And then cling to that vision, knowing that this will be over. This will end at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, what we want to talk about is the reality. You know, a lot of people, I would say, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know that I have data on this right here and right now. Just my own experiential, you know, knowledge is that when we come to something tough, when we come to, as has been said, restructuring of your current situation, i.e., a marriage, um, and wanting to get to a status quo, we sometimes will go point A to point B and let's just get there as fast as we can and not really um, think through it and we don't feel through it and we'll kind of push away that pain, that brutality of the situation and we get caught up in that. Oftentimes we talk about it being the emotional brain. We get caught up in that and then we don't make very good decisions. So I'm saying that to say this, to touch the reality of what someone might be going through out there who's listening to the show right now. And I have a very clear picture of that person. While it's a different scenario, I was there. And I've talked about times when, you know, I would try to be pushing the pain away, so to speak, of divorce and traveling to go see friends in Texas. I was in Las Vegas. And when I'd get back, I'd have to face the reality. And I would walk into my apartment and I felt like I would just crumple down the door into this big heap of tears and you know, and not knowing what to do because I didn't know that it was going to be okay because I was caught up in this brutality of it. But I love that, that that's what you've said in there is, is that if you can begin with the end in mind, and that's what I've heard you talk about, that you, um, even though there was the brutality of the situation, you were able to begin with the end in mind. Right. So tell us about that. Well, you you don't like the status quo, so you want to change it. Mm-hmm. So you embark on this process of change. And like all combat, you don't want to destroy everything in the process. Yeah. So you can't very well want a different house and burn it down as you're going about it. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. The idea is not to burn the house down. So as you create this vision in your head of some future life for your children and even for your spouse, you want your spouse to be happy or your soon-to-be ex-spouse. I'm not sure what the word is for that, but (laughs) you want them to be happy. You want to be happy. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have rules of engagement. As you visualize this desired end state, In your effort to not burn the house down in the process, you have to have rules for this combat. And since the only behavior you can control is your own, Mm. you have to have rules of engagement for yourself about what you will and will not accept or do. Mm -hmm. And that is how you work toward the desired end state one day at a time. Yeah, absolutely. One day at a time. I often say, and it's appropriate for the holidays right now. It's, it's on one of the little Christmas shows that I always love. But put one, put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door. I think it's and Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, but it's those, and I'd say oftentimes tiny baby steps. But what I'm hearing you say there is uh, so much. Obviously, 
you don't want to destroy everything because if you're looking at a house, you may you want to change the house. Maybe you want to change the interior of the house, the way the house looks, way the way the house feels. You can go get somebody to do new interior design, right? <laughs> um, you don't want to burn it down. That's not going to get you to that end state, that end goal. So you have to have some parameters around it. And I love that you said the only behavior you can control is your own. The the problem I think folks get into is they're in. Um, you know, territory they've never been in before. I say this all the time. I don't think people get married to get, want to want to get divorced. So they're fighting this, you know, this dream of loss. They're fighting that that has been, um, they feel like is kind of just completely blowing up. And, and so they kind of go into that mode as, I'm going to win. I'm going to get everything my way. But what I'm hearing you did was kind of look at, I want everybody to be, okay ironically enough which is what we're talking about today it will be okay but what i'm hearing is we have to make the decision first off yes we have to be very intentional we have to be very intentional and we want to talk about those things that you did richard um and and dig into that because i just know as we've talked about them they can be things that can help our guests so when uh, we come back into the second segment, we are going to talk more about those specifics because I bet they're tips and tools that you, the listeners, can use as well. But make sure you listen into our, our little, um, little moments here with our sponsors coming back. They are the ones who make this show happen, and so we really appreciate them. We wouldn't be here talking about it and supporting you. So check in with that and come on back. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sermon is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. 
Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. Friends, you'll be okay. And you may not think or feel that right now as you consider, are in the midst of, or are coming out of divorce, but I'm here to tell you, you'll be okay. And that's what we talk about in this episode. You'll be okay. Stay with us. You'll want to hear this encouraging message and make sure to join us next week for our 100th episode. You'll be okay. It'll be okay. You'll be okay. okay. That's really the theme of this show. And our uh, wonderful guest here, Richard Mendelow, suggested that song. I had not heard it before, but you guys want to stay tuned for the two-minute tip a little bit later in the show because I actually kind of break down some of the lyrics in it because it is so inspiring. Music was something that got me through divorce and going to it still does today grief life i run to particular songs and they always inspire me so i just thank you to all of those people out there creating such amazing music because it really lifts you up you know those are some things that i use i use music and lyrics and writing and so forth to pick me up because knowing that the only person that i can control is me and my behavior and so I have to do things to get myself in that place to be able to be the best version of myself but that requires vision of who I want to be you know five years ten years down the road you know we were talking about that Richard in the first segment um, with regards to this vision and this behavior that we're the only ones that we can control but in there we talked about a little thing called rules of engagement and obviously your background in the military and so forth you know a little bit about this but interestingly enough applied to this life change this restructuring of a marriage a life to divorce tell us more about what rules of engagement are first and then how that how you see that as applying to divorce rules of engagement govern the combat, the conduct of operations, because there have to be rules. You can't become like the enemy. Mm. You wrestle with pigs, you both get muddy, and they like it. Mm. And then a a bypassing individual sees two people covered up in mud, and they don't know who the good guy is and who the bad guy is. So, for example, the U.S. in Iraq and Afghanistan is always extremely important about how we conducted ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And so everybody's going to do stuff that's difficult. Mm -hmm. We cannot become reactive because then we're just what's left when the enemy gets done with us. It's just what's left when our uh, spouse gets done with us. It's just what's left when the divorce process gets done with us. So with this vision in mind of where you want to go, you now have rules for the journey. So, For me, as I've told you before, my vision was that in a year's time, this would be over and I would be sitting with my Bible reading and I did not want to feel like a hypocrite. I didn't want to read words like grace and mercy and think to myself, yeah, you you talk the talk, but you did not walk the walk. Mm -hmm. So throughout this year, 
it's been longer than a year, almost 18 months. I had that in my head, that vision. Mm -hmm. And so how do I get from here to there? Right. The bottom line is don't create more damage. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of damage that's been done already to the kids, to each other, to family. So one of my rules of engagement, a rule about my conduct, was that I would do no damage. Mm -hmm. So the divorce collaboration process, don't, don't make it worse. Just whatever you do, don't make it worse. Uh, try to get where you're going and, and don't destroy everybody in the process. That was very important. And however you see that vision, the desired end state, where you're going to go in this process, what we learn from faith is that how we get there is most important. You may mm -hmm. never actually get to that place. Right. But how you conduct yourself. Yeah. Is, is, and, and the thing about divorce is we didn't get here by accident. No. Everybody made mistakes. Yes. Everybody created damage, did things they regret, said things they regret. You can't stay focused on that. The damage is done. Mm -hmm. That mistake was made. God redeems us in Christ so that we can go and be new people. So, to the best of your ability, focus forward. Focus on that vision. I always thought to myself, the rearview mirror is tiny compared to the windshield because we shouldn't spend all of our time looking behind us. Oh, that's such a great analogy. It's really important to look at that, look at it that way. You spend all your time in the rearview mirror, you're going to have another crash. You are. So let's look out the windshield and mm -hmm. every now and then you glance in the rearview mirror to inform your forward progress. Mm -hmm. and, and then you realize, hey, everybody made mistakes and it's what I do next that counts. That concept, it's what I do next that counts. Mm. You know, so many things you're saying there, it's just, it, it's, I don't, I don't even really know where to go because it's such great advice, but really kind of playing with um, what I do next is what counts. And I don't know that folks slow down enough. I know that I didn't. Um, I know now as a coach, I've learned to do that, but still we're human and those things can continue kind of to get in our way if we don't intentionally make a practice or find something that will slow us down, have us evaluate what's going on, help us look at what is the next step that I can take where I'm not creating damage, where I'm not making it worse. Because if we to use your analogy, are in the rearview mirror, we're doing what's called ruminating. And we're actually conjuring back up the the emotions and the body chemistry that goes with that as what's happened before. And we end up staying stuck in what's happened. So I think it's important that what you said too is focusing forward, but even to that question, finding what you need to ask yourself, finding what you need to do. But I think that question is so important. What do I do next that doesn't damage, that doesn't make it worse? Um, we're focused forward. We're focused on a vision. We need a set of rules outside ourselves. Yeah. And what rules did you use? The Bible. The Bible. Mm -hmm. 
and we can't each invent our own rules because then we can't play the game together. If we're playing Monopoly together and we don't agree, uh, you landed on my house, you owe me double. I don't owe you double. Yes, you owe me double. Well, let's check the rules. Mm. But as we've turned our backs on the Bible, mm-hmm. so we've turned our backs on this external uh, set of rules. Mm-hmm. So I can't make you follow them, but I can follow them. Mm-hmm. And there's so much in there that's just plain everyday stuff. For example, something that resonated with me was uh, settle your lawsuit quickly on the way to the court or the judge may throw you in prison. Mm. Okay, so now you're in this process. Let's take steps to settle it. Let's not fight about silly little things. Let's focus on the big picture, Mm -hmm. where we want to be in a year. We want it to be over. It's going to be over. How do we how want is it to it gonna, look? Yeah, how is it going to be over? I don't care right. who gets the sofa. Right. I care how my kid's heart feels. Yeah. I care that I don't say anything else hurtful. I care that I can look in the mirror. So for me, the external set of rules was the Bible. And I said something in the last show that I think is tremendously important. Surround yourself with people who will help you to achieve the vision that you've explained to them. So you're going to get a lot of different advice. The very Absolutely. second somebody yep. hears that you're getting divorced, they're going to tell you about their divorce, how they did it, what happened, mm-hmm. etc. What I would say is, if you decide to make the Bible your external set of rules, your rules of engagement, mm-hmm. then you need to surround yourself with people who know the Bible mm-hmm. and will hold you to it. Mm-hmm. Because you will have moments when you're losing it mm-hmm. and you need somebody not to say, oh yeah, you've got to take her for all she's worth. You need somebody to say no. That's aligned with your vision. Yes. Yeah. And that's what's going to get you through this because combat is confusing. It's, it's, it's hard. You don't want to do any more damage than is, is already going to get done by virtue of the fact that it's combat. Mm-hmm. And you say you want to affect a change in the system. Well, there has to be a system left. Not burning the house down. Not burning the house down. Right. And we oftentimes do that because we're so, again, in that ruminating brain and we're not finding our whatever rules they may be. Hopefully they are the Bible. You know, it's interesting, comes to mind. I I took a little sneak peek at my devotional for 2020. And the first one on January 1st, is I just, I guess I couldn't wait, uh, is resolutions. And um, I'm not really a resolution person. I'm a, like like you, goals, visions, you know, looking at 10 years down the road, who do I want to be? How do I want to get there? That sort of thing. And hopefully as a Christian woman trying to show up as my best self. But I thought it was interesting and very tracking with you is that it didn't talk about resolutions as what most of us do, which are looking back and going, I failed at this. I didn't accomplish this. I didn't get this done. Da, da, da. And you're in that mind, but it talked about the grace of God and the grace of God that it, he's not looking at that. He's like, I just want you to love me and focus on me. And one of my, my verses that helps me try to become the person I know the Lord put me on this earth to be, or, uh, is if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And um, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. And 
that's just a very simple promise for me that if I'm going to really show, as you said, walk the walk, talk the talk, then a simple verse in the Bible helps me to come back to that, even when I might be tending to want to go back to, you know, the human flesh, that sort of thing or whatever I may be. And so I'm wondering in there, I'm wondering if that can help our listeners just be thinking about if your rules of engagement are in the Bible, go find a verse that helps you get to the vision, to the person that you want to be. And when we come back, we'll talk about more ideas around this that can help you actually know that it's going to be okay through this process. Create the life that is a, you know, win-win for everyone, not burning the house down. So you guys stay tuned for the two-minute tip. We're going to talk more about it's going to be okay. You'll be okay. And you'll hear a few uplifting um, thoughts and so forth about this song. Uh, you'll be okay. So you guys don't miss it. Come on back. Here's today's two-minute tip. It's inspired by our guest's suggestion of a song, and it's called It's Going to Be Okay by A Great Big World. Some of the lyrics read, It's going to be okay, because you are never alone. You just carry on. You will understand, and I will be strong. There are more lyrics than just these, but these are a few that stood out to me. And in today's tip, I want to share with you first that it's going to be okay. Sometimes you just need to hear that. Divorce doesn't have to ruin your life. It does restructure life as you know it. It changes it for sure. That's true and that's real. But as I've shared many, many times on this show, we can in fact look at divorce as it's happening for us versus to us. And I know that's not easy. And I couldn't see it that way for a long while, but one day you can. It starts with a choice to try to look at divorce in this way, and music can help. This song and these lyrics does just that, I think. And while I don't know if it's about divorce specifically or not, I think you can tell it's intended for someone who's gone through a loss. It continues on. The sun will rise to better days. It will, especially if we look for the sun and those better days. Check out this song and let it help you. And check out some of the songs we play on this show when you are listening in. And if you want a copy of them, email me at christy at christystratton.com with a subject line, songs, and I'll send them to you. A list of them, not the songs. We want you to have hope. We want you to hold on to hope. It will be okay. You can also find me, Christy Stratton, at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043 and listen each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. Friends, you'll be okay. And you may not think or feel that right now as you consider are in the midst of or are coming out of divorce, but I'm here to tell you, you'll be okay. And that's what we talk about in this episode. You'll be okay. Stay with us. You'll want to hear this encouraging message and make sure to join us next week for our 100th episode. And that song is Hold On Hope. And in the two-minute tip, I was talking about uh, songs that we play here on the show. 
and I try to handpick them. Sometimes I let Mike, the producer, pick them because he likes doing that. Uh, (laughs) But really have intention around those lyrics, those words that can give you hope through this process. And we were talking about It's Going to Be Okay, that song. And that was um, courtesy of Richard sharing that with us, our guest today, Richard Mendelow. And we've been talking about his experience going through divorce and what he's used from his background in the military to kind of use some of those, um, as we talked about, rules of engagement as to how you're going to show up, um, what the outcome is going to be, where it's a win-win for everyone. We're not burning the house down. We're not we're not um, kind of ruining everything in our way. We're choosing to show up. And so one of the things really that, again, brought us to this show, the last show of the year, was conversations Richard and I've had about divorce and thinking about you know, really you, the listener, who is out there right now, and maybe you are like me, you've just come home from a trip and you've slid down the back of your door and you're crumpled in a mess of tears of wondering, you know, is it going to be okay? You know, I think Richard and I'd like to know, let you know that it's going to be okay. And let's talk about some ideas that can help you know that maybe some ideas about what you can do from that place where you're in that crumpled mess on the floor to getting up and walking strong and walking tall towards that restructured life and that new vision. So we've been talking about these rules of engagement. We talked about Richard going to the Bible. We talked about Richard talking about his vision of wanting to see himself in a year as a man with this Bible. How did I show up throughout the last year? Not making it worse, but there's probably, we talked about music. There are a lot of other things. Exercise comes to mind. What comes to your mind, Richard? I was walking in a mall with my uncle uh, in the very early stages of my divorce and uh, feeling the weight of it very heavily. Mm-hmm. And I looked at a couple stores and I thought to myself, when this is all over, I'm going to walk in the same mall and I'm going to feel differently. Mm. And that just helped to confirm that the one thing we can count on is change. So this is going to change. It's going to be over. And we're going to get through it. Music a lot. You're going to laugh at me, but I made a soundtrack. <laughs> well, today it's called <laughs> it's called a set list or a song list. Or I'm actually, now I'm forgetting it, but a soundtrack. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> so I, I had a, <laughs> a... And I would listen to that because it helped me understand that I'm going to be what I choose to be. I'm not going to be what somebody says about me. I'm not going to be what the process makes me. I'm going to be what I want to be. And that's the opportunity that we have is there are a lot of people standing around watching for us to fail, to be the same way we've been, or... um, In a way to prove themselves right. In a way to prove themselves right. right. And we don't have to be that. We don't. And it's it's the beginning of this new opportunity to be the person you want to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and have nobody to blame. So if in a year's time you're in a little apartment uh, with a little job doing a little thing, it doesn't matter. Right. Because it's the beginning of you being the person you want to be. And 
this process is going to inform that person. It's going to grow that person. Marines don't suddenly become Marines. They go through three months of boot camp, and it's crushing, and it shapes them, and it changes them. Mm -hmm. And this process is similar in that it's going to change you. It's just up to you to decide how you want to be. So keeping that in mind, for me, my Bible was big. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are so many verses in there that uh, speak to it. I just showed you one, Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 1, where he says, uh, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, so run the race marked out before you with perseverance. Mm -hmm. So think about that. The families, the in-laws, everybody's a witness, this great cloud of witnesses, and they're watching for you to run this race, run it with grace, run it with determination, run it with humility, run it with generosity. Mm -hmm. Maybe the last thing you feel is generous, but that's part of the race, so you decide, I'm going to be that. And you just focus on one day at a time. Do the things that center you. Do the things that that let you know you're a person who's very important to God, regardless of what's been said about you, what you've been told, what words you hear in your ears. God loves you. You're his special creation. And do things that help you remember that. Uh, Working out was big for me. Mm -hmm. Exercise is huge, and it affects the body chemistry, too, and the endorphins. And you need that even if you can do... You know, a 30-minute walk, start with, you know, if you've not been doing any exercising, get out there, you know, set a goal for yourself, a 30-minute walk somewhere. I work with one client, and her little thing that motivates her is, did she put her toes in the grass this week? You know, she loves to be out in the the green. So, you know, something that you can look forward to starting with 30 minutes and then inching up to twice a week, three times a week, you know, and that has so many benefits. It's it's just hard to explain. Just build in some reaction time. There's a thing in the Marine Corps. Uh, it's called flash to bang. From the time something happens till the time it has an effect. Artillery shoots, that's the flash, and a couple of seconds later there's a bang. And, and the flash to bang is, in my mind, very important because... If I don't take steps to slow myself down, to center myself, then my personal personal flash to bang is very quick. Mm-hmm. Something happens. I've got to text about it right now. I've got to email about it right now. I've got to respond. This wrong is unacceptable. What's been said is, is if, on the other hand, you build in some reaction time mm-hmm. to be intentional, slow the flash to bang down for yourself. Tell yourself... I receive a text, I will not text for an hour. Mm-hmm. I cannot respond to any text for an hour. I can't respond to an email for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I have to get the email, I have to read it, I have to write my response, but I'm not allowed to send it. I have to look at it again tomorrow after I've slept on it. And you know what, that's great advice for anyone, not just in divorce, because sometimes we read things differently people don't understand communication necessarily, so in general, uh, they're, they tend to be writing in their own personality, and then it gets lobbed over uh, into a somebody else's inbox or their text, and then that person's reading it, but they're reading it in the way that they read things in their personalities. And so you've got these misconceptions, misunderstandings, just because things 
are not communicated well, and so you right. immediately react because you don't understand it. And how many times have you gone back and gone, oh, wait a second, that's not what that said. So we're amping up. Exactly. Yeah, we're amping up that. So I love what you're saying there in that flash to bring, bang, bang what I heard there was whether it's an hour, um, again, going back to those rules engagement, I've got to sleep on it overnight. Another thing that came to mind was breathing. Just even stopping uh, and breathing when something like that hits our inbox, hits our ears, you know, whatever it may come to us, we've we've now heard it and it's creating some sort of an emotional reaction inside. Stop, breathe, and that 10, 9, 8, 7, or 1, 2, you know, counting to 10, we've heard that for probably many right. years. It really works. It really helps ground us. Exactly right, because these things that we see as provocations mm -hmm. are being viewed as a provocation by a person who's emotionally charged. Yep. And we need to distance ourselves from that person who, by, by the way, is us. Okay. Yes. And, so and we can do that. We can do that. And yeah. if one of our rules of engagement was don't make it worse, well, you can't have a rule and, and not do what it takes to achieve it. So... Yeah. If you say to yourself, I'm not going to speed, then don't speed. If you say, I'm not going to make it worse, then don't make it worse. Yeah. You know, I love that you're really hitting on a lot of the things that I've put into my world and I share with my, my the classes that I teach and, and uh, folks I work with. But I have a hashtag called choice, not chance. You know, I think a lot of people don't know that they can actually make a choice with how they're going to show up. And when they hear that, hopefully they... They, they will get that they can choose and not leave it up to chance, um, which ultimately empowers people to choose. Uh, the same thing I, I've had to kind of learn myself. And believe me, I'm just a byproduct of everything I've ever learned, and I'm just still trying to learn it here. But another one is, and this really ties to what you were saying in the flash to bang, is um, respond, don't react, right? So when we kind of find those little anchors and that can help us go back to the making those decisions of what we're going to how we're going to show up then in fact we can show up better and so you know in this segment we really wanted to speak to the listeners envisioning that person who may really be having a tough time right here this weekend and these are a lot of ideas whether it be you know making a decision how you're going to show up choice not chance respond don't react um so hoping that these are some tips and tools that can help you. Our hearts are for you. I want you to know, the listeners, that you will be okay, and there are other people who have gone through this. So you just hold on to hope. Put some of these um, tips and tools into practice and um, know you will be okay. So with that said, we are coming into the last segment. Always goes so fast. Got one more important song, Overcomer. You guys listen to a little bit of it. And come on back. Friends, you'll be okay. And you may not think or feel that right now as you consider are in the midst of or are coming out of divorce. But I'm here to tell you, you'll be okay. And that's what we talk about in this episode. You'll be okay. Stay with us. You'll want to hear this encouraging message. And make sure to join us next week for our 100th episode.
song, easy for me to say, for this show. And I thought that was appropriate going into our last segment. Uh, having that song, we're talking about music and how it can be a component that helps uh, you through the um, the emotional um times <laughs> I'm like not time times of divorce I remember when I was going through it there was uh, I loved Scott Stapp and he's the lead singer or was the lead singer of Creed and I loved his lyrics and I would just listen so we were talking about a, a set list a song list or, or something uh, I um, said a soundtrack a soundtrack there you go <laughs> earlier <laughs> and what I would do literally though now I'm old I had what I had walked away from the house with was a little radio like um, player. Uh, it was an alarm clock, but it also had a CD player in it. And so I would just sit there and like play that CD over and over and over because I didn't really know what else to do. You know, so music can really be an important thing. And Overcomer is um, really a, an important tone for this show. And also... Uh, we're going to end the show with a little bit of that song called You'll Be Okay so you, the listeners, can hear what we've been referencing the whole time. Um, but we were talking about another song, Richard, one that you thought that was important by Rascal Flatts. Yeah, on my uh, 8-track cassette that I have my, <laughs> yeah, my we're, song We're heading on. back to the past. <laughs> I listened to a song uh, called Moving On, I'm Moving On by Rascal Flatts. Uh-huh. And there was a line in there that said, uh, I've lived in this place and I know all the faces. Each one is different, but they're always the same. They mean me no harm, but it's time that I face it. They'll never allow me to change. Mm. So we began by talking about the fact that we're trying to affect a change in a system. And in order for there to be a system left to change and to minimize the collateral damage to the great cloud of witnesses and the children and so forth, we decided that we had to have these rules uh, of engagement to do it. And so I listened to that song because it helped remind me what I was doing. Why was I involved in this process? Because I wanted to change uh, the status quo. And then the next song that I had was uh, the one that uh, you're going to play to remind me that it will be okay. And I pretended that God was singing that song to me and he was saying, it will be okay. Mm. And then it's about putting one foot in front of the other. Don't make anything worse. And then don't be the guy you were yesterday. Begin your change now. So all of that's easy to say. Excuse me. All of that's easy to say. At the time, I was living in a little extended stay apartment, feeling pretty miserable about things down the road from my actual house mm. where my a tough uh, place to be. ex-wife and kids, it was very tough. And uh, one of the changes I made was I decided to go and stay with family more. Mm. And so that's not an option for everybody because everybody right. doesn't live by their families. Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is this is hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, it's heartbreaking. And I wish for everybody... Uh, the peace of this this season, which comes with so much uh, emotion and sights and sounds and smells that just take us back. And it's very hard, while all of these things are taking us back, to remember that we're trying to go forward. Mm. And so it's just with uh, 
prayers and love and understanding that I say to whoever's listening, uh, to whatever hearts are hearing this, that it will be okay. Uh, You're moving on. That decision's been made, if that decision has been made. And now it's about focusing on where this journey is going to take you. And once you've got a firm picture of that, whether it's a song or a vision, and you've written it down so that you can read it and not forget it, then it's about walking that out one day at a time. And there are a lot of people to help you. Uh, divorce coaching, friends, uh, family, pastors, etc. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm hearing as we're coming to the last segment or in the last segment coming to the close of the show, but the word forward, you mentioned that and moving forward. And, and that was, you know, the, the component of the song and, you know, in just a few days, it's going to be 2020. And, you know, a lot of people even use that time to kind of start over, start fresh. And, and I think in all of that, um, it's so important to really understand that, you know, tomorrow is a new day. This is a new year. We can choose our steps along the path. Richard, you've shared so many things with, with the listeners about writing it down so you can remember it. Um, choosing to change your environment, going and being with family. You know, something that is um, reminded me of when you were talking about they'll, they'll never allowed me to change that line in that song is something I heard long ago, and it was a friend of mine who shared that with me as I began on my journey of self-discovery and self-development and improvement and so forth. The little story about, and I don't know if this is scientifically proven or not, but if you were to put five lobsters in a jar or crabs or something along those lines that have big, you know, little pincher things that can hurt you. And one tries to climb out by nature. The others try to pull it down. And this may be a story, but it seems right because when we are trying to change, that's true. Many people don't want to see you change. And it's, it's hard to really understand that, that they don't because, but when you begin to change, for a while, the people around you are like, you're upsetting right. their so-called apple cart. And so if we stay there and we stay in that place of unchange, um, that's where we stay. We go backwards. Right. As you referenced, we're in the rear view mirror. We're going to get more of that. And you said, exactly. You stay in the rear view mirror, you're going to crash. Right. right. So let's look forward. Let's look out that windshield to what and it's is. hard to do. It's hard to do. And by no means, I mean, I've been there. <laughs> You've been there more than 50% of the people. Matter of fact, you know, you ask a room full, if anyone's been through divorce or touched by divorce, all hands are going to go Sadly, up. Sadly, it's true. Sadly, it's true, but it's a reality. And there needs to be more people who understand that and can help us. And, you know, Richard, thank you so much for being here You've shared so much in less than a minute. Any final thoughts? Uh, actually, rather than hearing me speak more, I'd like for everybody to hear that song because I think that's the absolute thing to to remember. It will be okay. God yeah. loves you, and things are going to change. And you know what? That is our goal here today is we want you to know that you'll be okay. Thank you again, Richard, for being here. Thank you for having me. You guys... 
We're here for you and you are in our prayers. Find us at the divorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. You can also add us to your podcast library and we'd love it if you would please rate, review and share uh, that podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening in today. I'm Christy Stratton and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. The sun will rise to better days and change will come. It's on its way Just close your eyes And let it rain Cause you're never alone And I will always be there You just carry on You'll understand You'll be okay be okay Just look inside You know the way Let it go Fly away And say goodbye To yesterday Cause you never Okay.